Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 188 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for leading and guiding our journey through your word. Help us hear the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching in chapter 10. He sends his disciples out into the world. He sent them to heal the sick and drive out demons and proclaim that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He gave them power and authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure all kinds of diseases and all kinds of weaknesses and infirmity. Jesus has the power to defeat the enemy, and we are one with him if we believe in him. We walk in his power and authority over the enemy as well. He warns the disciples that they will be persecuted. Verse 23 says, When they persecute you in one town, that is, pursue you in a manner that would injure you and cause you to suffer because of your belief, flee to another town, for truly I tell you, you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. This passage starts off with the word when, not if. There is no question Jesus' disciples will suffer persecution in the future. He was preparing them for when it happened. For now, they would go out and minister to the people. For now, they will go out and minister to the people, heal the sick and drive out demons, and they will come back lifted up, inspired and wildly encouraged at the work they did under the power of God. Much of this chapter included warnings for their future. Jesus was always preparing them for his departure and their role in spreading the gospel. He also speaks to their fears in verses 30 and 31, which says, But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, then. You are of more value than many sparrows. God will always comfort us and encourage us when we experience fear. He will strengthen us to remain steadfast and walk in his will instead of bow down to the world. In verse 39, Jesus said, Whoever finds his lower life will lose it, the higher life. And whoever loses his lower life on my account will find it, the higher life. The lower life is our life here on earth. If we find and gather all we need and want here on this earth, we will lose our heart to the world. But if we give up earthly desires to seek heavenly ones, then our heart belongs to the one who died for us, and he will save us for himself for eternity. Well, let's see what's happening in the new church in Acts chapter 17. Interestingly, we see Jesus' words of fleeing to another city come to life in this chapter. Paul and Silas went to Thessalonica to preach the good news. They were well received by some of the people, but there were some unbelieving Jews who were jealous once again. They created a mob to go and pull Paul and Silas out of Jason's house. Jason hid them but was taken to prison with some of the other people in the house. They paid their bail and were released. Paul and Silas fled to Beroea. They were much better received there than in Thessalonica. However, when the Jews from Thessalonica heard they were there, they went after him again. Paul was sent by sea to Athens, and Silas and Timothy went by land. These men had courage beyond what we probably have today. And again, Jesus' words come to life here in the lives of these men. When Paul landed in Athens, he saw how many idols the people had in their homes and shrines. He started talking with them about their beliefs. The Athenians were very interested in philosophical discussions, new words that they'd never heard of before. So they took Paul and brought him to an auditorium for him to tell everyone about this new thing. Jesus Christ. Paul was very diplomatic. First, he told them that he saw they were a very religious people. He sort of congratulated them for their effort. Then he corrected their misguided belief in all these false gods. 
One of the most profound verses in this chapter is verse 27. He had just told them the one true living God made all things and all people. Then in verse 27, he said, so that they should seek God in the hope that they might feel after him and find him, although he is not far from each one of us. Well, when do we have to feel after something? Usually it's when we cannot see, possibly at night when it's dark. Similarly, we cannot see the living God in person, so we must feel our way to him. We must seek him. Most of us seek many things on a daily basis. Our keys and phones when they are lost, food when we are hungry, water when we are thirsty. But do we seek God as diligently as we seek some of these other things? Something to ponder, of course. Paul assures us that God is never far from us. May we always diligently seek him. Let's see what's happening in 2 Chronicles chapter 15. Chapter 15 shows us God's faithfulness to his people. It also shows us God's love as he was found by them. There are a number of verses underlined in my Bible with promises from God that we can hold on to today. A prophet went to Asa and verse 2 says, The Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, inquiring for and of him, craving him as your soul's first necessity, he will be found by you. But if you become indifferent and forsake him, he will forsake you. May we always seek the Lord. There were wars amongst the nations and cities, but the prophet told Asa, Be strong, therefore, and let not your hands be weak and slack, for your work will be rewarded. May we be encouraged and strengthened to continue to do God's will and know that our work will be rewarded as well. This is a wonderful passage to write on, a note card, and memorize. Asa and the people of Judah enter into a covenant with the Lord, an oath. Remember, there are a few oaths in the Bible, and it was a sin to go against one. Verse 15 says, And all Judah rejoiced at the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and sought him, yearning for him with their whole desire, and he was found by them. And the Lord gave them rest and peace round about. Their peace lasted until Asa's 35th year as a ruler. I love where it says he was found by them. May we find the Lord in such profound ways these people did. And we can pray for this. God will answer that prayer. In chapter 16, we read that Asa became afraid of his adversary the king of Israel. The king was trying to block a main road into Judah. Asa became frightened and enlisted the help of the king of Syria. In fact, he took silver and gold out of the house of God to give to this king. He received his help from Syria, but he also forsook the Lord in doing so. The consequence was the start of continual wars. When Asa had ruled for 39 years, he became sick. And again, instead of enlisting the help of God, he trusted in people, the physicians around him. He suffered for two years before he died. Asa was strong in the Lord for the first 35 years he ruled, but then became weak. Remember, he was initially encouraged to stay strong. Let us pray that God will strengthen us all the days of our lives and not let the difficulties around us persuade us to seek the help of others before we seek the Lord's help. Let's see what Psalm 7 has for us today. This psalm was written by David when he was being pursued by Saul. He prays the Lord will do to him whatever he deserves. He prays for justice. He knows God is a God of justice. David's only defense is God. Verse 10 says, My defense and shield depend on God, who saves the upright in heart. May we fully embrace God as our defense and shield as David did. We know God protected David, even in the face of grave danger as he ran from Saul. The Lord is our protector. Let us pray. O Lord, we read about your people who sought you with all their hearts. Father, help us seek you and continue to seek you all the days of our lives. Strengthen us against every attempt by the enemy. Keep us yours, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word. 